Let's go. Let's go. Oh, okay, go ahead. Let's go. <laughs> Thank you, Miriam. No, actually. L E T. What's that called? Apostrophe. Posh, yeah, I was just going to say posture. Wait. L-E-T, apostrophe S. G-O. After Jesus was baptized, he went straight out into the desert. Exclamation point. After Jesus was baptized, he went straight out into the desert. That might seem like an odd place to go because... As you know, deserts are very hot, and there isn't any food or water or places to stay. But Jesus needed to get away by himself and be somewhere quiet and lonely. He needed to be, this is right after he was baptized, he needed to be with his heavenly Father to get ready for his new life. Uh, in the desert, Jesus thought about the secret rescue plan he had made with God. Before the foundation of the world... Um, they, uh, let's see. Um, before the foundation of the world, they both knew what would have to happen to rescue God's children. Jesus would have to die. There is no other way. It was the reason he had come. People didn't realize that yet, though. Now, the old enemy, the one who had spoken through the snake to Adam and Eve back in the garden, remember him? He didn't want Jesus to rescue God's people. So he lied to Jesus. Are you really God's own son? He whispered. Poor you. God must not love you. You don't need to die. Do it my way. Yes and no, Jesus said to the liar. I will do what God says. Miriam. From that moment on, nothing would ever be the same. Jesus wasn't like Adam. Jesus was a new kind of man. He would not believe the terrible lie that the enemy spoke. Jesus knew God loved him and he would trust God no matter what. It was just as God had promised to Adam and Eve all those years before. Jesus had come to do battle against the snake's work. He would get rid of sin and darkness and tears. He would suffer, but he would win. Jesus left the desert and set about the great rescue. He was going to get God's people back. But first he needed to find some helpers and friends. He had a lot to do. He would need some people to help him. Uh, I don't know if that's... I don't think that's why. I think he could have done it better on his own. Done what better? Well, like he's saying, he needs people to help him. I don't know he's if you actually. That. This author. She. It's a girl. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't Dad. say he. You did say he. No, Jesus. I'm saying Jesus didn't need people to help him. How do you know? Because he's God. Dad, if Jesus he, says that he. Well, he called his disciples. Disagree with Jesus. No, no, no. He called the disciples, but he didn't say like, "I need your help. I can't do it without you." It was like, "Follow me," and he's gonna recreate a new kingdom. And uh, no, but I just I don't think that's I don't think he called I don't think he called them mostly just because he needed the help. I think he called them because he wanted to um, include them in this in this great. Rescue. Um, who would make good helpers, do you think? Clever ones, rich ones, strong, important ones? Some people might think so. But I'm sure by now you don't need me to tell you they'd be wrong. So, uh, because people, the people of God used, used, the people God uses 
don't have to know a lot of things or have a lot of things. They just need, have to need them a lot. One day, Jesus was walking by the Sea of Galilee when he saw some brothers and friends mending their nets. And they were poor fishermen. Jesus called them, Let's go! Peter, Andrew, James, and John looked at it but this man on the shore. And they couldn't explain it. Their boats needed to be put away. Their nets needed mending. The fish still wriggling on the shore, but something about the stranger made them just drop their nets and their fish, leave their boats and everything, and follow him. They Now, they knew about him and heard about him before this, but they make it sound like they just... Anyway, this God-man was like no other... God-man? This God-man, yeah. God-man, slash man. Was like no one they had ever met. When they looked at Jesus, their hearts filled up with a wonderful forever sort of happiness. And inside it was as if they were running free in an open field. Jesus asked 12 men to be his helpers. or Actually, really, it's not helpers. Disciples or uh, followers or uh, students. Not really helpers. But they did help. Peter, Andrew, James, John, Matthew, Philip, Bartholomew, Thomas, another James, Simon, Thaddeus, and Judas. Meeting Jesus would change them all forever. Yeah, but a lot of these guys had two different names. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Those are lasers.